0: You are Locked On, Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome into today's episode of Locked On, Nittany Lions, your daily Penn State football podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is Tuesday March 9th. Yeah, March 9th, 2021. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here. As always, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. And in today's podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the posts that I put up recently on AthlonSports.com, taking a look at five newcomers to pay attention to for Penn State football this upcoming season. But of course, we're going to start today's show with the big recruiting news for Penn State coming on Monday with the addition of another Four star quarterback. We'll talk about what that all means for the class of 2022. And of course, later in today's episode, we'll take a quick look at the Big Ten basketball tournament that is ready to tip off in Indianapolis on Wednesday. Penn State will be taking part in the nightcap against the Nebraska Cornhuskers, looking to go on a miracle run to get into the big dance. Before we get started with today's episode, I do want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast on any podcasting app you may be using to listen to us right now. And I say that because I feel pretty confident that if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we're available on that podcasting app. Whether we're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, you're using the Radio.com app or Amazon Music doesn't matter. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave those ratings and reviews. Really help us continue to grow this podcast moving forward. And of course, you are also invited to socially connect with us in a variety of ways. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram using the username lockedonnitney. What happened to the Twitch channel? Well, stay tuned. We'll get back to that in short time. However, we do need to kick off today's episode by talking about the latest addition to the class of 2022 for Penn State. Again, Penn State is off to a pretty good start with this recruiting class, very highly rated already, again, very early. So we'll see if they can maintain that momentum. But Penn State certainly off to a very confident start with this recruiting class, and it picked up another four-star quarterback in the recruiting class coming in for the class of 2022 and this in the form of Drew Aller. Aller? Owler, (laughs) I don't know exactly how you pronounce his last name. I'm going to get it square for you very soon. But uh, this is a four-star pro-style quarterback. And in his statement announcing his commitment to Penn State, he did make sure to note that he thanked uh, not only James Franklin for the confidence in him, but of course, the new offense coordinator, Mike Yurcich. And that to me is very notable because we're talking about a pro-style quarterback coming into the system. The reason this is notable is because we have seen Penn State with a pro-style or more of a pro-style quarterback under James Franklin with Christian Hackenberg. And then you saw the offense dramatically changed when Trace McSorley, who was much more versatile and mobile than Christian Hackenberg, kind of took over the reins of the offense. And yes, yeah, Saquon Barkley was a part of that offense as well, so it's not completely overlooked that. But to me, it always felt as though Trace McSorley was the quarterback that was going to be more geared to doing offensive things that I think James Franklin was looking for. There's a reason why Trace McSorley had been committed to Vanderbilt when James Franklin was the head coach of Vanderbilt and then he followed James Franklin to Penn State. He was the kind of the the perfect kind of quarterback for what James Franklin was trying to do offensively with this program. Now, we have seen that the the mobile quarterback has certainly been an element of this Penn State offense the last couple of years, not just with Trace McSorley, but also with Sean Clifford. And it did look as though that was going to be the direction moving forward under often, former offense coordinator Kirk Scirocca. You know, Bo P- Pribula, <laughs> Forget. It, I'm probably botching all these quarterbacks' names right now, but Bo Pribula was previously committed to this class of 2022, another uh, highly sought after quarterback with a dual threat uh, uh, skill set. And that looked like it was going to be the direction that this Penn State offense was going to continue moving. Move forward, Mike Yurcich comes in as the offense coordinator, and now they're bringing in a four-star pro-style quarterback. So we could be seeing a changing philosophy here with this Penn State offense in the long run under the direction of offensive coordinator Mike Yurcich. So I feel as though you bring in a new offense coordinator, you make that change for a reason. It's because you want to gear something a little bit differently under this guy's leadership. And again, I've said this is an upgraded offense coordinator for Penn State. Well, you got to put the pieces around him to be able to thrive and allow him to reach his maximum potential and certainly going hot after a pro-style quarterback, a highly sought after pro-style quarterback, number 88 or something uh, overall in the uh, 24-7 composite rankings. You're talking about a pretty good quarterback out of the state of Ohio, by the way, and that tells me that this is the guy that Mike Yurcich really wants leading his offense Uh, in the years to come I don't know how soon we're talking about again we're talking about class of 2022 so obviously nothing here in 2021 but I think the other question here is does Penn State keep both of these quarterbacks in the recruiting class I would wager to suggest that that's probably not going to be the case you know Bo Prebula comes out and he says that he's looking forward to a healthy competition for the starting job down the line saying all the right things that's good uh, and if that ends up being the case, that's fantastic. Having more quality uh, quarterbacks in your quarterback room is always a good thing. I So I don't think that that's necessarily uh, something to worry about just yet. But, you know, having followed college football and recruiting to the extent that I have in recent years, this would suggest to me that there's probably a chance that one of these guys is not going to end up staying at Penn State for very long. And just look at the way that Penn State's quarterback position and depth chart has changed over the last few years. Somebody always seems to be coming and going. Uh, So that would suggest to me that that's probably still going to be the case at some point in time. But hey, for right now, Bo Pribula is ready. He's ready for the quarterback competition. Drew Aller coming in uh, in the class of 2022. Penn State's got a pretty good. Uh, quarterback depth developing with this class of 2022 uh, recruiting cycle. Again, we'll see if both of them stay on board. I would guess probably not, but we'll have to just wait and see. But for right now, all things look pretty good for this Penn State recruiting effort in the class of 2022, which was supposed to be expected. Remember, yeah, this class of 2021 was always supposed to be a little bit smaller, not necessarily uh, bringing in as big of a quality class as other schools have been, just based on roster limitations and, and the way that everything's structured right now. The push was always going to be for the class of 2022 to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more uh, padded with the depth. And that certainly seems to be the case early on. Well, again, we'll have to wait and see. There's a long time to go between now and the early signing period. And then, of course, the traditional signing period in a little less than a year from now in February. So a long way to go for Penn State. But Class 2022 continues to be just racking in some really good quality talent content. So we'll take a look at that quarterback position uh, later on this week, I think, as we take a look at the depth chart in the years to come. Because I do think it's pretty interesting to see how this is all going to play out. But I do want to suggest that there are some other players that are coming into this program this year that should be pretty worthwhile watching as they continue to develop and look to have a little bit of an impact as early as this season. But before we get into all that, your mind may be thinking about some of that warmer weather that we're going to be getting later this week and in the months to come, the weeks to come. Well, you may also want to make sure that your car or truck is ready to hit the road and go to those warm weather destinations. And the best way to do that is by going to rockauto.com and making sure you have everything you need For your car or truck that's right rockauto.com it's a family business they've been serving customers their auto parts supplies needs for 20 years and there's a reason they've been able to stay in business for as long as they have been in an online atmosphere and that's because they make this as simple and easy and stress-free as possible for anybody who's looking for what they need for their car I don't know a whole much about what I need for my car, but I do know that if I go to rockauto.com and enter the make and model of my vehicle, it's going to bring me up the entire catalog of everything they have. I don't have to go into the store and flip through the different catalogs and the cross references and figure out exactly which model number of wiper I'm looking for. All I have to do is go to rockauto.com and they will bring it up for me right there in my browser. So go to rockauto.com right now and check out all the parts that are available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com It's college basketball tournament season and betting on the tournament doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You're going to get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. So subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's brought to you by betonline.ag. And once again, subscribe, rate, and review. Start making some money today with the advice that these guys are giving you every day. Coming up in a little bit, I am going to give you the odds for Penn State and the Big Ten tournament coming up, courtesy of our friends over at betonline.ag. But first, I want to talk about something I posted recently on athlonsports.com. As I've said before, I am a contributor to athlonsports.com. I get asked to do a lot of Penn State assignments, uh, of course, during the season and even during the offseason. Right now, we're going through spring preview mode, if you could not tell already, if you don't check out Athlonsports.com. First of all, go to Athlonsports.com, check out all the college football content over there. But one of the things that I get a chance to do is I get to talk about some of the newcomers that a couple of programs are going to have to look forward to this year. I just got done doing something for Nebraska recently, and the other day, our, our post, my post about uh, five newcomers for Penn State was posted. And I just wanted to kind of refresh it for you guys real quick in podcast form. I know we've talked about some of these players before, but now that the article is out, I got a chance to share it with you guys. I want to make sure you are seeing it. Uh, so a couple quick thoughts on some of the players that I posted on there and it's just no real surprise. And we're talking about some of the top recruits that are coming in. I did have, I think, one transfer player that was included in my batch of players that I'm keeping a close eye on. Uh, I'll just touch on the re- recruits real quick. Actually, no, scratch that. I'm going to talk about the, the running back edition through the transfer portal, which, of course, is John Lovett uh, coming over from Baylor. And I've said before, I think that Penn State's running back situation is actually in pretty good shape. I know, obviously, not having Devin Ford is a big blow, but having Noah Kane coming back healthy certainly will be a good strength. I do think that there is some progress being made with some of these other younger guys in the running back room, and I do think that the addition of Baylor's John Lovett is going to help pad the depth for sure, but I think you get a guy that has been you know, experienced at the college level in the Big 12 playing some competitive power conference football and has shown some good things. I really do feel like... This is a really nice addition for Penn State. I'm not saying that John Lovett is going to rush for a thousand yards, but he is certainly a guy that you can help divvy up the running responsibilities, keep a couple more guys fresh, and having some more legs out there certainly helps, and of course, as we saw last year, injuries do happen, so having another guy potentially with experience at a power conference uh, caliber level certainly does not hurt the cause one bit, and we saw, as we saw last year, the more depth you have at running back, the better off you're going to be. I think Penn State's running back depth is pretty decent, Going into the new year uh, especially if everybody stays healthy so penn state's running back situation in good hands uh, made even more secure with the addition of john lovett uh, from baylor Uh, the other guys were also um uh, not transfers but you know incoming freshmen uh some of them already enrolled some of them uh still to be enrolled uh but this is a recruiting class that's going to help out with the 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 line of scrimmage certainly uh landon tangwell Offensive tackle, one of the biggest prizes in Penn State's class of 2021. Absolutely. Offensive tackle out of Maryland. This is a good guy that if he doesn't step right into a, a starting role, he's not going to be waiting around too long, 6'6", uh, six, six, 300 pounds, adding him to the offensive line. He should fit in pretty nicely once he gets adjusted here uh, at Penn State. On the other side of the ball, one of the latest additions to Penn State's recruiting class of 2021, uh, David Townley, defensive end out of Minnesota, uh, right from Minneapolis, kind of uh, flew right out from underneath the nose of P.J. Fleck. I, I'm not really sure. How PJ Fleck let this guy get away, Uh, but I think that it's certainly a big game for Penn State. So you got a really good offensive tackle, you got a really good defensive end, and Penn State has developed some pretty good defensive linemen over the years, especially at defensive end. So I do think that uh, David Townley is going to fit in pretty nicely and develop pretty nicely into a kind of a guy that's going to cause a lot of havoc. In the years to come so those are two incoming uh freshmen that i think are really going to have an impact on the line scrimmage uh talked about the transfer running back obviously wide receiver has been a little bit of a question mark over the course of the last year not so much a big question going into 2021 as i think it was in 2020 but lonnie white jr another big uh, addition to the program. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good playmaker, I think, in the years to come. Obviously, it needs to develop, but I do think that having a really good wide receivers coach and uh, with Mike, what, what, with what this offense is going to do under Mike Yerstich, I think there's going to be some opportunities for Lonnie White Jr. to get involved. Maybe as the season goes along, you'll see him mixed in a little bit as a couple of guys look to spread the ball around a little bit. Obviously, Jahan Dots is going to be your go-to guy. Parker Washington really stepped up last year. But I think Lonnie White Jr. is going to have some potential targets coming his way in the year to come and certainly in the year's. To come. And then, of course, on the other side of that, we've got cornerback Kalen King, another one of the big additions to the class. Obviously, uh, uh, coming in with his twin brother, Kobe King, who's going to be a linebacker. But Kalen King is uh, the more highly rated recruit coming into this program. Uh, of course, he's going to be one of the main focuses of this recruiting cycle because Penn State was really focused on the secondary. And Kalen King was going to be one of the big additions to that uh, that unit. So Penn State's got some pretty good playmakers coming in. They've got some experience. They really addressed the some of the holes that they had through the transfer portal. That could still potentially be an ongoing thing because the transfer portal never really seems to sleep. However, I do think that uh, Penn State, with the additions they have in the recruiting cycle and the, the transfer portal, Penn State looks like they're in pretty good position. Again, I'm not ready to say that Penn State is clearly uh, on the same level as Ohio State. That's just not the case. But I do think that we're talking about a program that is fully capable of having a really good bounce back performance to start off the year in 2021. Schedule's challenging. We will get to the schedule at some point in time. Believe me, there's lots to discuss with that schedule. But I do think that there is talent here on offense. There's talent here on defense. I think with the addition of Mike Yurcich at offense coordinator, You're talking about a program that should be one of the teams that you look forward to making a little bit of a rebound this year. Uh, If you're looking around the country, you're looking for teams that are going to bounce back from a weird 2020 season. Penn State should probably be at the top of the list. And if they're not at the top of the list, they should certainly be in your top two or three because there is way too much going right here at Penn State for another disappointing year like we saw last year. An 0-5 start for the first time in programming history speaks for itself. That does not happen very often. And James Franklin's track record at Penn State, I think, speaks for itself. I think there is a lot of reason to be confident that there are pieces in place here for a nice little rebound year here in 2021. It's not the first time I've said that, and it most certainly will not be the last time I say that between now and when Penn State kicks off the season against Wisconsin in Madison. Again, we'll talk about that schedule because it is going to be challenging. But I do think that this Penn State program is fully capable and equipped to handle the challenges still to come later this fall. So while things look pretty optimistic on the football field, the basketball court is a far different story. As Penn State gets ready for the Big Ten tournament coming up starting Wednesday night at 9 o'clock schedule time Eastern against Nebraska. Penn State coming into the Big Ten tournament this year as the number 11 seed. And of course, they're looking to make a pretty serious run. How serious of a run are they? How big of a long shot are they? Well, according to betonline.ag, you can get Penn State to win the Big Ten championship at plus 8,000. As a general idea of where that stands, those are the fourth worst odds. Among Big Ten teams going into the tournament, obviously you know that Michigan is going to be the favorite at plus 180. Illinois got there at 225 odds. Uh, Iowa plus 350. Ohio State at plus 750. I might ride with Iowa plus 350. I know it's not the biggest payout, but I'm looking to make some money on bet online. I'm going to make a smart bet. I'm going to ride with the Iowa Hawkeyes running the distance getting to that Big Ten Championship. If you want to make the bet like me or bet something else in the Big Ten or any of the other conferences, best place to do that is with betonline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And of course, they even cover award shows, TV shows. They've got real-time updated odds and problems Props on just about anything you can possibly imagine. So head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device, sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, uncapped, unlike any other sports gambling website. All you got to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to get an unlimited 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your first deposit is. You're not going to get that deal anywhere else, and now's a great time to take advantage of that. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Well, as the Big Ten tournament does get started in Indianapolis, now is a fantastic time to make sure you're tuning into the Locked On Big Ten podcast hosted by our pal Ben Stevens, doing a terrific job covering every angle around the Big Ten. All year round, not just Big Ten football, but of course, Big Ten basketball. And aside from Penn State, there's a lot of good things happening with Big Ten basketball. So it should be a pretty fun month. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcast. Leave those readings, leave those reviews. And of course, make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Nittany Lions and of course, the Locked On Bets podcast throughout the month of March. Now, I'm not going to get too in-depth with basketball analysis. As I've already stated before on this podcast and in other forms. I'm not a huge college basketball guy. I'm not going to be one that's going to break things down for you. And in fact, I was never even really a huge Penn State basketball fan. I'm much more of a Philadelphia sports fan. So I tend to uh, carry a little bit more interest in what some of the Philadelphia teams are doing. But I have always at least rooted for Penn State basketball to do well. I'm never going to root against them. But you know, I I don't really have a college basketball team team that I get fully invested in. But I do root for the local team. So I'm here in the Philadelphia area. I'm rooting for Villanova. I'm rooting for Temple, St. Joe's, Drexel, Penn. And of course, I'll extend my rooting interest to Penn State. Not just because I'm hosting this Penn State podcast, but because I I always root for Penn State to do well. So yeah, I don't expect a whole lot out of Penn State basketball in the grand scheme of things and I don't have much confidence that they go on a deep run here and I don't know if there's any number of wins outside of actually winning the Big Ten tournament that will get them into the NCAA tournament Uh, of course the selection Sunday will be on Sunday and we'll find out for sure just how many Big Ten teams are going to go but it's going to be an incredibly uphill battle for penn state i mean you're talking about a bracket where penn state would not only have to beat nebraska they split the season series with them one-on-one each road team winning those two games and then they probably have to beat wisconsin i think they would get wisconsin in the next round if they get by nebraska they would have to beat wisconsin they would have to beat uh, i believe iowa uh illinois i think along the way and then potentially michigan maybe ohio state so it's a it's a real uphill battle for penn state and i'm not saying that miracles don't happen and surprises can't happen in conference tournaments but uh i i don't know if i've seen anything from penn state basketball that's suggesting me that they are ready to go on a miraculous run through the big 10 tournament hey crazy things can happen i would love to see it uh, and if they do, we'll certainly react to that along the way. And it would be fun to cover a basketball team going into a March Madness. But uh, keep in mind, whatever happens with Penn State basketball, we'll at least keep an eye on and we'll discuss it to a certain degree moving forward. But again, you're not going to get huge breakdown analysis from me. We're just going to kind of react to it. Now, I will say uh, Penn State is scheduled for a 9 p.m. kickoff uh, or <laughs> kickoff, 9 p.m. tip-off against Nebraska. Again, then that Time could very well be pushed back, depending, I guess, on when the first game ends. But uh, because of the lateness of the game, we're probably not even going to get a chance to mention that game until we get to Friday's show, uh, which uh, could very well be a day and a half after Penn State has already been eliminated. (laughs) I don't know, Uh, but we'll see what we will see what the schedule allows for. Uh, So don't expect anything as far as the Penn State basketball game on Wednesday night in Thursday's episode. We'll certainly touch on it Friday and we'll see where Penn State is by that time that Friday podcast rolls around. So just putting that out there. I, I do think, though, that it is important to keep in mind where we were a year ago, because just before Penn State uh, had ended their regular season on quite a slide, they were going to get a chance to redeem themselves in the Big Ten basketball tournament. And then it got shut down. So did everything else around the world of sports. It was really you know, kind of fascinating to me. To watch the entire sports world shut down amid this pandemic which of course we're still going through today uh yeah things may be getting better i guess um but uh, still we have a long way to go and as we discussed in yesterday's podcast when we're talking about sports stadiums around pennsylvania starting to opening up and you know fans of the pittsburgh penguins got a chance to go back to some hockey games uh, philadelphia flyers fans were in the stands uh for sunday night's game against the washington capitals uh philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers are going to welcome fans back to their court uh, for games this week. And then, of course, uh, when baseball season opens up, we got the Pittsburgh Pirates and Philadelphia Phillies. I guess both teams are going to have some fans in their respective stadiums. So uh, the big question right now for Penn State is how many fans are going to get into Beaver Stadium for a spring game? Or, uh, you well, know, more interestingly, uh, what's going to happen when the fall comes around? A long way to go before we get a chance to really break down those details but that's where we are right now i mean a year ago we didn't have any sports and we didn't know when sports were going to return it was really it was really weird to see just how quickly everything shut down from the one nba game uh throughout the entire nba league and then of course the college basketball tournaments just uh, started shutting down in the middle of these conference basketball tournaments uh and of course the big 10 didn't even get a chance to Uh, tip off, or at least Penn State didn't get a chance to tip off. I forget if the Big Ten actually started or not, but, uh, you know, thinking about it, but I just know that it was a real shame to see that Penn State basketball didn't get a chance to finish off their season because, you know, their 2019-2020 season was actually really good. It just ended on a poor note in that last month. They ended on that losing streak going into the Big Ten tournament, uh, really uh, lost a chance for a pretty decent NCAA tournament seed. Uh, by having their struggles at the end of last year uh, so that big 10 tournament last year was going to be a chance for a redemption kind of uh, rebound and rebuild some confidence going into uh, the, the NCAA tournament Lamar Stevens of course uh, was looking to, to end his career on a high note that obviously didn't happen and it was a shame not just for Penn State but every other program out there every other college basketball player that didn't get a chance to play one final game uh, it's a real shame but that's why uh, we can't take anything that's going to happen in these coming days for granted because it doesn't look like we're going to be seeing some conference tournaments shut down uh, amid a pandemic right now but i'm not going to say we're totally out of the woods yet you know i do think that there's much more confidence that these games are going to be played uh but we're already seeing around some other conferences some games are getting canceled some teams are having to withdraw and you know not just in college basketball but the, the fcs college football is still ongoing Uh, This spring, so we have seen some reschedules there. So, you know, things are still a little weird. Things are a little bit more normal now that we have uh, games that we can look forward to. But uh, I think last year was a reminder going into this year that let's not take any of this for granted, let's embrace it, let's enjoy it, Uh, let's understand the, the realities that are out there right now, but get a chance to kick back, relax. Root on your favorite team. Maybe they go on a miracle run. But just remember where we were a year ago and where we are right now and where we hope to be a year from now. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing on your preferred podcasting app. Again, we're on pretty much every podcast app out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio.com, iHeartRadio. Whatever you're using to listen to my voice right now, Make sure you're subscribing and make sure you leave those ratings and reviews. It really helps us out as we continue to grow. Your readings, your reviews, your support really does help us with the placement on those various podcasting apps. So we can't do this without you. Uh, today was our Twitter Tuesday episode. However, nobody's sending a question, so we'll just shelve it for next week. So make sure you get in your questions now and throughout the week. The best way to do that is by connecting with us on our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany. You can also check us out at Facebook.com slash locked And of course we're also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash. Locked on Nittany. I am Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Again, I will have some big news next week. Cannot wait to share that with you. And of course, you can check me out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. And you can also catch me over on Athlonsports.com. I will link the story that I referenced earlier in this podcast on the Twitter feed for Locked on Nittany. So make sure you check that out and give it a read. See what you think. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the college basketball tournaments that are ongoing. Enjoy the Penn State game tomorrow night. Again, we will talk a little bit more about that in tomorrow's podcast. But have a great day. Thank you once again for listening. Talk to you guys again tomorrow.